And look at it go. He could go all the way. Touchdown. 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 The Bills make me want to kick your heels up and shout. Coming up the middle. Free safety. Gotta get it go. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Come on and shout. Kelly with a deep drop takes a long look. He's got a man open. Andre Reid, he's in the end zone for a touchdown. How do you do? One second remaining on the clock. Jack Eichel wins it in overtime. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 44 of One Before I Die. Not a lot going on as of uh, this past past week in sports and Buffalo Sabres history and uh, Buffalo Bills news. Not history. I don't know why I said history, but just news in general. <laughs> um, but we're coming back with a little bit of a you know a different angle today as uh, this past week. There's been a little other things going on in the sports world, and we thought we'd just hop on real quick and talk about those things. Um, Ethan's laughing at me over there because I'm just kind of struggling with this intro, to be honest with you. But Ethan, what's up, bro? How you doing? Uh, Dude, it's like, just get it on. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't really prepare for that intro very well. That was just kind (laughs) of coming out, you know, spin here, spin there. You know, a tough week in history, especially Buffalo Sabres history, but... uh... No, I mean, yeah. I mean, that intro pretty much sums it up. I mean, we got nothing to talk about really other than, uh, I guess, some more coronavirus uh, and sports-related talk that you were uh, kind of foreshadowing there. But, yeah, I mean, all is quiet on the on the Western front in Chicago here. Not much has changed since last week. Uh, Jason Botterill is still not the GM of the Sabres, so uh, that's some good news uh, that we can all celebrate. Um, this team still a dumpster fire, so that's something else to think about. But uh, yeah, not much has changed. Yeah, the other thing is we didn't mention it last episode when we were talking about the whole Saber situation. Um, but you know, Kevin Adams, the new GM. Another point I want to add in before we just kind of can move on from this whole thing is he was the guy that actually had you know Pagulas hired him right off uh, off rip after they fired Botterill, and then obviously they fired a ton of people in the organization. Well, guess what? Pagulas made Kevin Adams call up every single one of those people that was fired in the organization and fire him himself. So great first duty as GM of the Buffalo Sabres, get hired and then have to call everyone to tell them they lost their jobs. Um, that's just something that we kind of glanced over last week that I wanted to point out was just, you know, an insane move by the PQS. And if, Another thing that we glanced over last week is that the Sabres mistakenly fired their head of IT. <laughs> and they realized that they fired him and then they rehired him. No way. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't see that? No. In the mix of like 35 or so people that they fired, they found out, I don't know how this came to light, but they, they fight, they, they told the guy that was the head of their IT department that he was fired. And then they realized they didn't actually want to fire him. So then they rehired him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that sums, that sums it up pretty well then. Um, I didn't know that. That's crazy. 
Um, but anyway, moving on from that, a little bit more hockey talk, not necessarily Buffalo Sabres related, but something I thought would be interesting. Like Ethan said, we didn't have a lot to talk about um, on the Sabres front or um, much in general, but I thought something interesting that we could maybe talk about is that obviously the, you know, the NHL has been planned to coming back. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago when they announced their return to play um, uh, format and, and plan to move forward with everything. So they, you know, they were separating into four phases, I believe. I think last week or two weeks ago, they moved into phase two. And it seemed, you know, everything's going swimmingly. Everything's kind of on track to, you know, we'll get hockey back. I think the hub cities are almost getting picked out. I know that Vegas was uh, a very big name for a city that might be the West Coast one. Um, but, you know, it seems like we're kind of making progress. And I don't like to be the bare bad news. I don't want to be, you know, the guy over here kind of shutting it down because obviously as a fan, fan of the game, you know, your boy wants to see hockey, plain and simple as that. But um, I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about how this whole coronavirus thing, it seems like it's kind of moving away, at least from the media perspective, at least from everybody, you know, living now. It just seems like we're kind of going out. Bars are reopening a little bit, at least half capacity outside. And it seems like we're kind of pushing it out of the way. Well, that's kind of not the only, you know, factor that comes into the NHL returning to play because I was listening to other podcasts and, and kind of thought it from a, from a different view is that it's not a done deal yet because, you know, some of these players might not want to come back and play, which is, you know, you might think, hear that and think it's crazy to think about. It's like, well, it's their job. They have to come back and play. You know, they're, they're you know, supposed to do that. If they're told that the season's back on, they have to come back. Well, that, you know, there's the NHL Players Association for that, and they have to all agree and, and vote to come back to play. So even if this does move on, coronavirus kind of sets aside. Um, it, and I'm not saying it will. I'm not a medical guy. Ethan's not a medical guy. I'm not going to put my you know, thoughts into that, which I don't know what's going on with that. But say it does all move swimmingly with that. I mean, the, the season's been on hold since March, right? So a lot of these players, when they're coming back on these 24 teams that would make this you know, extended playoffs, it's been a while since they've touched the ice, since they've kind of worked out. I know that if the season does return, there's a bunch of protocols in place where that when they're at the rink, when they're working out, they'll have to be wearing masks, which is a big hassle. As everybody knows, it's just annoying to have to do that every time. Um, you know, I mean, imagine getting dressed in the locker room and you got your mask on, you can't talk. It's just, it's just annoying. And so that on top of these guys that haven't been playing for a while, are going to have to get back in the gym to play, you know, this little extended season you know, some of the older veterans, they don't want to do it. So I don't like to be the bear bad news. I don't want that to happen. Of course, from my perspective, I want, you know, hockey to come back and I want this to move on so we can get some more playoffs and, and sports back. But I just thought it's an interesting angle of the whole thing is, you know, even if the coronavirus is okay and we can move forward, some of these players might not want to come back and, and kind of restart for another month or two and then have, a you know, another short off season before the other uh, before next season starts. So it's just something to keep in mind, I guess. I don't know what your take on it is. It's just, it's just another angle to look at. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, I don't think anything would surprise me, especially with Gary Batman as a commissioner. Um, yeah. I don't think. Commissioners uh, <laughs> just get the bad end of the rope, no matter what. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a joke, but yeah, I would, I would agree that in general commissioners don't have a, don't have a good reputation, but um yeah, I mean, is is the NHL a lock to come back by any stretch of the imagination? Absolutely not. I mean, I don't care how many times that, uh, you know, Batman's going to get on the TV and says that we're going to come back or, you know, um, you know, how they lay out their plans and everything. I mean, as soon as we have, you know, some cases of teams reporting that their players have coronavirus or like you said, if players don't feel comfortable, I mean, this could all change overnight. Like, 
when the season ended, right? I mean, the season was put on pause overnight. So, um, like you said, I think there's some things that happened throughout the past couple of weeks, you know, with the, the George Floyd murder. And then, um, you know, you have some cities that are, you know, reopening. And I think at, at this point, I would say most cities around America are like reopened to some extent, whether you have, you know, patios open now or just retail open now. Um, so I think people maybe have, like you said, maybe forgot about the coronavirus, but I mean, it is still still around, still ripping. And I think that, like, you know, I was saying earlier, if as soon as uh, some players start reporting, you know, that they have symptoms, get tested, test positive, I mean, this thing could turn sideways real fast and we could be uh, without hockey until next year. And I think the NHL has also made it clear that they really want to be able to play 82 games this upcoming season. Um, so, I mean, I don't think that we can really take any more delays in starting the season if it was going to start towards the end of July, which was – I think is the plan right now. Um, so, I mean, it's not like they could just pause that and postpone it a few weeks because if they have any shot of playing 82 games, they got to start the season about, you know, in my eyes by latest January. Um, and I, I probably think that they want to try to push to get it even earlier in some games in December. Um, Cause that's going to be a grueling stretch for the players next year, you know, with the short and quote unquote off season for 20, uh, for the teams. And you're going to try to put 82 games within, you know, a, what a five month window. I mean, you're going to be playing every other night almost, you know, throughout the whole year. So, yeah, I mean, is is the NHL a lock to come back at all? No, and I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we heard out tomorrow that the season's canceled. So I think, you know, it could change day to day, and um, that's kind of how we we're living here nowadays. Yeah, and to your point about players should come back and get tested positive all of a sudden, I mean correct me if I'm wrong or, you know, chime in here if you want, but I think that already over the past few weeks in like other sports, like college, cause I think college, you know, players have kind of come back to campus and I, I feel like I've seen a spike already in numerous athletes being tested positive. So it, it, like you said, it's kind of been swept under the rug with a lot of news going on, which kind of shows how much of an impact media really has on people's perspective of what's going on. But yeah, I don't know. As far as people, you know, could be getting it again and the numbers could spike or just these guys are, hey, look, I, I don't want to come back after a three, four month break and have to train my body again to get in the, the most grueling time of the year. I think that also plays a kind of bring up a heavy role. With that being said, of course, I want to happen. Like I want I want this to happen, obviously, and I want I want to watch some playoff hockey, but it's just something to think about. Also, moving on, kind of in the same same boat, just different sport. Uh, probably a lot of you guys saw last this past week, or maybe it was a little bit before we dropped the episode last week, that Dr. Fauci came out, and everybody probably knows Dr. Fauci nowadays. He's the he's the big you know doctor when it comes to the coronavirus stuff that comes out with all the breaking news. Um, looks like the grandfather from Wedding Crashers. Um, anyway, he came out and said that. You know, it's not a lot. The NFL is going to be going to be playing this year. And that was the one, I guess, sport that never really kind of had a scare, I guess. I I won't say it didn't have a scare, but it was never, you know, Goodell or um, Schefter or any of these guys that kind of have the inside news never really came out and had any doubts that it would start on time, had any doubts that it would be a full season. Maybe some preseason games would be cut out here and there. Um, You know, fan capacity would be lower. But it was never like, hey, we're going to delay the season or not have it at all. Well, Dr. F- Dr. Fauci said, hey, hold your horses. You know, 
don't be surprised if that doesn't get started on time or if that doesn't really happen at, at all. I think the NFL kind of came back with another statement saying something like, we understand that we have to take all these precautions. We understand that this thing is still a real you know, issue, but we plan to kind of cover everything and move forward with, with it. And they kind of, I don't know, just kind of shut it down. In my opinion, it was kind of a wild statement back. But I don't know, just, just another you know, thought, just like we were talking about the NHL, it's not a lot to come back. I really hope the NFL comes back, as I do with NHL. I hope it starts on time. I hope we get a full season. Um, but just to hear, I guess, Dr. Fauci come out and say that, you know, it's not a for sure thing when at least everything in my mind so far up to this point has been at least we have the NFL to save us in the fall. You know, it's not a great, you know, not a great thing to hear. I don't know if you heard that or what, what your thoughts on that were either. I mean, this kind of goes back to what I was saying about the NHL. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised by Corona. I will not let Corona surprise me. <laughs> you know, I've just got my guard up. <laughs> I mean, this disease literally will not be able to sneak up on me and scare me at all. I mean, I can read this. By you're still like, you're still looking out for it. You're not you're not you're not letting oh, it, you're yeah. not letting that I'm out of your like sight. These, I'm not like these anchors who are you know acting like everything's honky dory now or you know I. Corona is very real. And I mean, it's, it's not like it just goes away with the snap of the fingers. Once people start opening things back up, people forget that we don't have a cure for it, right? Like a a vaccination vaccine. Um, I I don't know. I've, I've honestly gotten so bored with it that. And I think uh, that's where a lot of people come in is they're just bored with it. Right. And they're just like, Hey, I've gotten so bored with it where I don't, I'm not like checking the news 24 seven to see, you know, what the deal yeah, is like checking the numbers and, stuff. and everything. But I mean, just because I'm bored with it doesn't mean I don't believe that it's still out there. Like, come right. on, you gotta be better than you gotta be better than that. You know, you still, you still got people wearing masks. I mean, I'm still working from home. So until I'm back in the office, like it's obviously a, a problem and it's obviously an issue and it's, <laughs> and we're still living in it. So I, I think you're an absolute idiot. If you let this, you know, disease, Escape your mind. You and yeah, and cancel your football season. You can't have any hopes right now. So that's what know, we, and we talked the about thing, the thing with Fauci though. I mean, this guy, I think he doesn't have the greatest track record where you know, I don't I don't even know what to think about Fauci anymore because I feel like sometimes he just likes to say stuff so that he can get his name in the paper every now and then. But uh I mean it's to the point where it's like he's a doctor and I'm not, so you gotta listen to what he says. Yep. Um I'm very much in, I'm very much in that camp when it comes to whatever the issue is is if I don't know what's going on with it and this guy's a doctor I'm not I get you know you got to go side with the person who knows what they're right. talking about. Right. It's like when I take my <laughs> it's like when I take my car into the shop and the mechanic's like you need new brakes. I'm not going to be like no I don't. They're working fine. Like, right. You're the mechanic and I'm not. So I do I are you are you maybe like hosing me right now maybe but like I just got to trust you because I mean you're the mechanic and I took my car to you right so exactly so yeah. I mean it's like Fauci's saying we might not have football it's because the you know some you know corona's still out in the streets it's like well maybe it's not but you're the doctor and I'm not so I got to trust you and, and listen to you but, yeah uh, and uh and like a couple podcasts ago I think we both um, kind of were like, you know, don't get, a, or, or at least, at least a while ago when this <clears throat> whole thing first started, both of you and I predicted there was going to be no NFL. I think, first of all, I think that also, you know, a couple weeks ago, we, we were kind of just like, don't, or at least I remember me being like, I'm in the camp where 
I'm expecting nothing. And if we get something, it's a surprise. Like I'm, I'm, you can't get that mindset to get your hopes up. And then, you know, everything seems to coming back just because it's, it's taken a while longer just because it's, you know, extending farther than you thought it was. Doesn't mean it's just going away. Like you said, so you got to kind of keep that in the back of your mind, you know, don't get your hopes up too much. Don't count. I like, you know, I like saying, don't count your chickens, you know, don't count your chickens before they hatch because, you know, once they hatch and you're expecting four and there's only three, you know, you're not going to be satisfied. Um, anyway, moving on from coronavirus related things and, and, and sports coming back and whatnot, d- or did you have anything else to add to that? Ethan? No, just don't get your hopes up. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is, I mean, it doesn't even look like the MLB is having a season because it's not even coronavirus related, right? I mean, they yeah, just it's can't like even... the owners or something. Yeah. I, that's, do- that's one thing where I tried to kind of understand it. And I'm not, you know, I'm the MLB is kind of like a whole nother universe when it comes to this kind of stuff where i didn't even want to dive into it but that it's like an owner related thing right i I don't even understand really what's going on there yeah i mean it's just like they can't agree on a set of number of games and there's tons of salary issues that they got to figure out before they come you know even think about starting a season so i mean that's just a whole nother ball game there it doesn't you know if i was a betting man i would say we're more likely to have an nhl game or an nfl game or yeah, I would say an NFL game before we have an MLB game this year. So, I mean, it looks like the MLB season is going to be canned. Um, and like you, and we don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the sports here. So, um, I mean, I just got to say, don't sleep on Corona. I mean, no. there's a lot of people out there that are, but you heard me. I'm not sleeping on it, and I won't let it sneak up on me and uh, surprise me. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Don't, you know, don't let it escape your mind. Um, all right, moving on from that, I, I think – you know, we kind of wrapped up pretty much everything. The only other thing I wanted to say is that um, I, I was going to tease a little bit of a thing that we're going to do next week for uh, next Monday's episode is uh, my buddy Trent, who's, he lives in LA. Actually, he kind of works for the NFL media and does like freelance work with um, video editing and stuff. He does his own little podcast video series with our other friend um, talking about football mainly. And then they also, you know, hone in on bills related stuff. So he's back in town for, for the time being. And me and him are going to sit down do a little bit bills, Sabres talk. I think I'm not, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to talk about yet. Just like this episode, not a lot going on, but we'll kind of figure out something. I think we're going to sit down, have a little chat, you know, talk a little bills, talk a little Sabres, talk a little sports, whatever the case may be. But, um, we'll put that segment, uh, on next week's episode. So that's kind of something to look forward to. It's a little bit of a, something fresh, something new that we haven't done in a while. I think the only time we've had someone else on the podcast is when we had Marshall on um, to preview the Sabre season. Uh, unfortunately, Ethan probably won't be able to, you know, hop on this one because he'll be working. But just want to tease that a little bit, that it'll be something new. Uh, in the future, I, I know Ethan and I talked about, you know, when the football season, you know, hopefully does start back up that maybe we'll try to get some more people involved, just kind of get some new ideas going. But this is just one thing that I want to throw out to, uh, I guess, you know, get people excited about and, and just add a new angle to it. So, um, like I said, not exactly sure what we're going to be talking about, but I assume, you know, we're going to hone in on some Bills things, mainly because Trent's a big football guy. And um, we'll kind of go from there, but should be should be fun. I'm excited for that. And we'll add something new to the podcast next week. But other than that, like I said, the beginning. Yeah, and I just want to say, Sorry, in general, if anybody who's listening or, you know, is an avid listener to the podcast, if you have any ideas or think you'd be a good guest on our podcast, you know, bring something unique to the table that you want to talk about, 
you know, shoot us a DM on Twitter or at our email. It's, uh, it's our email. I think it's on, it's on the, our Twitter for profile, but I believe it's one before I die pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Look for, <laughs> double check that though. Um, yeah, don't quote yeah. me on that one. <laughs> yeah. So we're always open to, to chatting with anybody who has good ideas or thinks that you'd be a good guest on the pod and bring some, you know, some spice some flavor. Um, but like Sam said, I think this year we're definitely going to try to focus on getting some more people involved, getting some new fresh opinions on here. Um, maybe get some, a little more positive fans on here. Cause I know probably a lot of people were sick of my negativity during the bill season last year when we ended up going 10 and six. So, um, yeah, you know, I think, I think more people involved for this football season is kind of our goal. Yeah. hundred percent. So the thing that pretty much wraps everything else up though, um, you know, moral of the podcast today, don't sleep on Corona, stay strong, stay aware, stay woke. Um, and then, you know, we'll see you next week with a little bit of new flavor to the episode. But other than that, have a good week and um, we'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Right,